so I know everybody's pretty shocked to see me up here. I'm pretty shocked to see me up here. Um, I don't have a cool story to tell before I get started or any of that, but uh, I had battled with the Holy Spirit for, for about a month when I kept hearing him tell me I needed to speak, and he was giving me a, a message that needed to be spoken. I argued with that and told him I'm not a speaker. Uh, of course, he kept telling me I needed to speak, and I kept fighting it. Uh, I kept thinking, you know what, maybe it's just something that I'm wanting to say. And then I'd remember, I don't like to speak, so that can't be it. And uh, so I battled with that for about about four weeks, and then with Keith stepping down, and we had small group meeting, leader meeting, and we talked to Kenny and uh, told him that that I was willing to speak, that I felt like the Holy Spirit had been telling me this is what I needed to do, and that there was a specific message that he wanted me to give. And all that kind of come to head at that moment, uh, I guess, just knowing that there was a spot that needed to be filled with, with that happening. And um, I, I've been pretty calm about it after that. I actually got pretty excited about it, which was very abnormal for me. Uh, and till tonight, about 10 minutes ago, I've been pretty, pretty calm. Then I started to get nervous. <laughs> Dawn's laughing at me because I'm sure she knows what I'm talking about. Um, with all that being said, uh, the message that I felt like he was giving me was not one that I really felt like I wanted to give either. I feel like the youth aren't going to want to hear it, and maybe the parents might not either. Uh, that was another struggle that I that I had, uh, and uh, took some courage to give in to that. Uh, so what, what, where I'm going to be at is in Proverbs uh, 1, verses 1 through 10 to start with. Um, Proverbs, as Kenny said not too long ago, is all wisdom. It's to give us direction and to help us with everyday life, uh, to help us with decisions that we make um, Proverbs 1 says, These are the Proverbs of Solomon, David's son, king of Israel. Their purpose is to teach wisdom and discipline, to help them understand the insights of the wise. Their purpose is to teach people to live disciplined, successful lives, to help them do what is right, just, and fair. The Proverbs will give insight to the simple, knowledge and discernment to the young. I want to stop for a second and say that where it says insight to the simple. Um, simple is another way of saying you're still without that knowledge. It's not simple like we call simple church here. Uh, that is, I don't know, lack of a term. I guess ignorant means you don't know any better. Uh, simple is another way to say that. Uh, so if you take on what it's given you out of these, you listen to it and take it to heart and use them in your life that you're wiser with what has been given to you. 
Let the wise listen to these proverbs and become even wiser. Let those with understanding receive guidance by exploring the meaning in these proverbs and parables. The words of the wise and their riddles. Fear of the Lord is the foundation of true knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and discipline. Just as I was saying right there, it, it, it just puts it plain out for us. If we despise wisdom and direction and discipline that is given to us, we're fools. Um, When we take these things in that are given to us and we take them to heart and we use them every day, then not only are we wise, but we have an impact on others. As parents, we have an impact on our children. When we discipline them, although 90% of the time they don't like it when that happens, we are teaching them the things that they should do in life and the direction that they need to go and show them the things that they've done wrong. And that's this, the way this country has went lately uh, is a big pet peeve of mine. Um, everybody thinking that they deserve something for nothing, uh, that they're entitled. And <clears throat> Proverbs 22.6 says, direct your children in the right path, and when they are older, they will not leave it. Telling us right there, we have to direct our children. We have to tell them these things. We have to give them the knowledge that we already have as adults, things that we've learned from stupid mistakes we made as kids. Uh, I saw a video that said this guy had read a report that by the age of 10, parents are no longer the main influence on their children, that school peers and society had more influence over today's youth than us as parents. <clears throat> if we as parents believe that, we're failing our kids. We can't let that be truth we have to direct our kids. We have to be that major influence. We have to take time and focus our energy into being specific with the things we teach our kids, with daily things that they are going to go through. School today is a modern battlefield in the military, for battle, we train our soldiers. We take them through different scenarios. We teach them how each thing's going to be handled. If this happens, this is what you do. If this happens, this is how, what you're going to do. We don't just send them out and see what happens. We've got to do the same thing for our kids. We've got to talk to them about things that nobody wants to talk to our kids about. We have to talk to them about sex. We have to talk to them about drugs and alcohol because if we're not, those school peers are the ones that are going to talk to them about it. And I know all of you can see the world's not what it was when we were growing up and we don't want 
those at school teaching our kids, we need to be the major influence. And the only way to do that is to focus on that goal. We have to take it to heart. We have to teach them to work and be responsible. That's going to get them ready for life. When you get out of school, it's going to be tough, especially if you haven't had to do any of that. You haven't been taught that. You haven't been made to work at home or get a job. That's going to hit you in the face, and it's going to be a hard reality to take. Not even just work, responsibility. We got to teach them to do the things they say they're going to do. We have to be examples and do what we say we're going to do, whether that's just our word for something they ask us for or when it comes to discipline. We can't give empty threats. If we tell them we're going to do something, we tell them they can't do something, we have to stick to it. Otherwise, they're not going to, it's not going to have any meaning to them when we do. The whole dealing with bullies at school. I think first we have to teach our kids not to be bullies. Uh, when we teach them not to be bullies and teach them to be confident, then that's going to help them know how to deal with one. Uh, folks at school who are bullies are, are not confident in their self. The reason they're doing that is because they want to belittle you and make themselves feel better. And so if we teach our kids confidence, we teach them to hold their head high, to stick to their word and do the things that they're going to, that they say they're going to, they're going to be confident. Our children aren't going to be bullies. They're going to know how to deal with bullies. One of the biggest ways you need to, to deal with a bully is stand up to them. Don't let them belittle you. Once you stand up to the bully, he's going to stop doing what he's doing because he's not going to get his satisfaction from it, him or her. And then... Parents, when we are, there's a problem with our child. When, when the teacher calls us to tell us there's a situation, many times we get defensive. That's not my child. No, they didn't do that. We need to sit back and listen to the teachers. The teachers are the ones with your children on a daily basis. They're with them for eight hours out of the day. They see the things that's going on. You're not getting to see that. I'm sure you're child's not acting that way when they come home in front of you. Uh, we have to listen to the, to the teacher and tell, tell them that we're, we're in this to help them uh, take what they're saying, have a conference with them and the child so that we can get that situation under control. We have become lazy parents. When I told Beth that this was the message that the Lord was giving me, that I needed to speak, she asked me, she said, you know you're speaking to yourself, right? I said, yeah, I do. That's why I fought it for four weeks before I gave in. Um, there's a lot of things that, that I try to be real relaxed on that I don't need to be, and it's got to change. Uh, all of us, 
we have to, we got to focus on making our children who they need to be. We make an impact on them, then they can make an impact on their friends. We have to be their parent and not their friend. It's not easy. It's not always something we want to do. But if we give them direction and discipline now, though they may not like it when it's being given to them, they're going to respect us when they're older and they'll be our friend then. We have to teach our children to be examples to other people and that what's important is compassion and love and understanding and that they're not better than anybody else and that their situation may be different than somebody's, but that doesn't mean that that other person doesn't have a struggle that they have. Um, We have to empower our children at home, not wait for somebody else to do it at school. And then Proverbs 13, 24 says, those who spare the rod of discipline hate their children. Those who love their children care enough to discipline them. Those are tough words. It's a hard pill to swallow, especially when it uses the word hate. And I don't think that means we hate our children. We all know that we love our children. But in comparison, if we're not disciplining them and we're not telling them the things they need to be doing and giving them direction for life, then what are we setting them up for? A hard life ahead. And they're going to end up back at home with us. We need them to be examples in society through school and through on. Here as, as church family, if we're not doing these things, Folks outside aren't going to be. We've got to be that example. Proverbs 6, 9, 6 through 12. It says, leave your simple ways behind. Begin to live. Learn to use good judgment. And again, there it uses simple. What it's telling you as youth is take this wisdom that the adults are giving you Don't be upset with them when they're giving you discipline. They are trying to teach you things that you need to know. Uh, Discipline is giving you knowledge through things that you've already done, and they show you why it is wrong. You can learn from it. The best thing to learn from is your actions. Somebody just telling you, hey, don't do this, don't do that, you don't seem to take it to heart, but when you've done something, then you're disciplined for it, then that's going to speak to you a little more. Don't be angry with your parents when they give you discipline. Uh, I know that's a lot to say. I know I've been there. I've been disciplined, and it wasn't fun. Um, but you have to learn from it. And Anyone who rebukes a mocker will get an insult in return. Anyone who corrects the wicked will get hurt. 
So don't bother correcting mockers. They will only hate you. But correct the wise, and they will love you. I think in that, that's not just speaking to those about correcting other people. That's speaking to us about taking correction. If we don't take the correction that we're given, whether that's from a parent, whether that's from the Holy Spirit, then we're not wise. For us to be wise, we have to learn from our mistakes, take the direction that was given us. Instruct the wise and they will be even wiser. Teach the righteous and they will learn even more. Fear of the Lord is the foundation of wisdom. Knowledge of the Holy One results in good judgment. When the Holy Spirit, when when we accept Jesus and the Holy Spirit comes into us, we hear him talk to us. And he gives us direction. We don't always listen to it. But that's what it's telling you right here. When you have knowledge of the Holy One, it results in good judgment. Because he's telling us the things we should and we should not do. We just have to learn to listen to him. I know it's tough. And and us as parents, we've... want to tell our kids that y'all can have what you want and when you want it and how you want it and we've been failing you by doing so. You don't always get what you want and when you don't, it's not okay to be a bad person. Your reputation is very important how other people see you and what they think about you is your reputation. If you have a bad reputation, they're not going to listen to you when you try to be an example to them. Better than reputation, character is who you are. If you're a good person, you love others, you help people in need, you have the want to do what is right, that's good character. That's who you are. When you have good character, your reputation will be good. Hebrews 12, 11 says, no discipline is enjoyable when it is happening. It is painful but a peaceful harvest of right living will be given to those who are trained in this way. What that's telling you is you take that discipline, you use it to be a better person, to impact the kids at school, make a difference so that we can make a difference in the world Somebody was telling me about a new kid at school. I'm not sure where it was at. They sent a picture to their mother at lunchtime. They were sitting somewhere by themselves. wasn't even in the lunchroom. Uh, 
in a hallway, something I'm not sure. I don't remember the detail, but their mother posted that picture. They were new. No, they didn't know anybody, and they were scared. You guys need to be an example. You need to go ask that person, hey, come sit with us. Or if they're uncomfortable coming sitting with a group of people, sit with them, get to know them. That's going to help them feel more comfortable. That's your way of making an impact. Changing somebody's day. They may be having a horrible day. You just asking them to come sit with you for 20, 25 minutes, whatever your lunch period is, whether they, they sit with that group of people or just you and you sit and talk to them, get to know them. Don't worry about what your friends are going to think. If somebody was in that situation, you saw somebody else go to that person, are you going to think bad of them? Or are you going to look at that person and say, wow, that was cool? They're thinking the same thing about you when you go do it. And you get to know them, and then you can tell your friends, hey, that person's pretty cool. They're from so-and-so, just moved here. You know how I think we should let them come eat with us and then be a part of our group. That's your way of making an impact. And that's your way of changing everything we've been talking about. Let me go back to... Proverbs 9, verse 10, where it says, knowledge of the Holy One results in good judgment. If you don't know Jesus, you don't have the Holy Spirit giving you that direction. If that's something that you haven't done, that's something you feel the need to do, come pray. Find an adult. Ask them for direction. If you've been rebellious towards parents and you want to pray about that, come pray about that. Parents, if we've been lazy and not directing our kids... We need to pray about that with our children. When they know that we're doing what the Lord's asked us to do, what this here has told us, that direction and that discipline is going to be a little bit easier. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day again. We thank you for this opportunity to speak, Lord. I, I hope that uh, there was someone here who needed to hear what was said. Lord, I hope I said uh, the things that you wanted me to. Lord, we all need to change in these ways. Uh, Lord, we need your wisdom. We need the Holy Spirit. We need direction in everything that we do in every part of our life, Lord. And we want to make an impact and we want to change the world. And we know that by making an impact on our children and our children making an impact on others, Lord, that's the way that we're going to change and that's the way these things will happen. Lord, I ask that you continue to use your word to draw us closer to you and closer together as a church. 
Lord, we love you. And in Christ's name we pray, amen.